Hello, welcome back to the PMC Godzilla podcast, also known as Men Among Monsters. I'm your host, Mike, and along with me is my fellow compadre, David B. How's it going, David B? Hey, man, what's up? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. It's been a while since we've recorded a uh, episode, which is fine. I'm, I've been building up the archive, and so uh, it's all good in the neighborhood. How have you been? Uh... I've been good. Tired. I'm really tired today. I don't know. I think it's just because of like the weather and stuff. For anyone who doesn't know, during the time that I'm recording this, uh, there's an impending two hurricanes coming my way. So that should give you an idea of like the area I live, Houston, Texas, in case it wasn't clear enough. Um, I don't know. Something about when it's like weather like this, allergies flare up and the allergies just make me really tired. Like I get really nasally and stuffy. I'm just like constantly in a haze. So I just I feel kind of tired, but that being said, I'm excited for this film that we're about to watch. I, a lot of people on the internet really love this film, so I'm excited to see it. Yeah, um, this is Godzilla versus King Ghidorah uh, from 1991. Uh, this is the third film in the Hensei period. Our first Hensei film. Uh, we will get into more Hensei as we move along. We've been so much in the millennium era and uh we had to start with the showa era beginning and we had to do american one and uh, the new one so we're getting there folks episode seven we're just moving on along to each of the eras uh this film in particular has no relation to the previous two in the hensei period uh, I believe Godzilla 1985 is a reboot uh, altogether, as usual. And Godzilla vs. Desestroya is uh, not related to this as well. Even though the director and writer of the previous film came back to do this film. So, um, this has no tie-ins to the original film. Thank fucking Christ. The other films we watched are were like sequels to the original film, which it was nice, but we need some like originality here and some, you know, original films. Uh, this yeah. was my first Toho Godzilla film actually watching uh, back in the day because uh, of one thing it has time travel in it. We're time traveling, David. We're going yeah. there, traveling back in time. Uh, I will not say when or how. Or why you'll have to see and find out, Mister David. Uh, gotta go. Gotta go back in time. Gotta, gotta go, go back. back. Sorry, wrong film franchise. And <laughs> it's funny because it was around the same time as Back to the Future Part Two, which exactly. is uh, that's why they uh, had that competition going. With. It's I like make, oh, I make smart jokes sometimes. Like oh my. God, mm, I would valley for some reason. <laughs> um, no, I think that's all the information I can give you because we have not seen the other NC films, and I'm gonna keep this as blind as possible for David. Um, I mean, the production is straightforward. I'll give you trivia facts towards the end of the episode, and yeah, well, uh, let's just jump jump right in, and. Um, if you want to watch along, find a copy. Good luck with that. Uh, we had a we had a troubling troubling time finding one, and uh, just watch along, and uh, we'll talk about it after. I'm 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 not saying bootleg it. I'm not saying to no. do, but I'm also not saying not to do that. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> legit was a pain in the ass to find there's only one spot on the online stores here in the states at the very least that i found it on and i had to buy it with another film so yes. i had to buy it as a bundle with uh godzilla versus mothra so i'm not yes. saying i'm not saying bootleg it that's not what i'm saying but i'm also mm -hmm. not saying to not bootleg it is also what right. i'm saying just 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 do what you need to do in this world and this just yes. do what you need to do. And actually uh, listen, if you find like a free online source, please slide into my DMs because yeah, just please. <laughs> it's a lot of films. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so much. And we're trying to watch these films for this podcast. So uh 
A little help does make me happy. A little help would help. That being said, I do want to clarify. We did purchase this phone. Yes, we we did. If we can't find it online, just for ethical sake, we buy the film. Yes, we we want to clarify that right now. That's that's legit 100% true. But I'm just saying for you, the common man listening to this, if you can't find it or it's a little too pricey, again, I totally get it. Do what you gotta do. Yes, do what you what you gotta do. Yes, do what you gotta do. No, so I apologize in advance. I'm gonna be doing a lot of this today. I'm just. It's not even that I have like boogers. It's just like my nostrils close up. You know what I mean? It's fucking allergies, dude. I gotta move away. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, uh, let me let me give you a call action right now. If you have seen this film and you want to react and give us a. Uh, message of some sort uh first off you go to the anchor page which is anchor.fm slash project mixcast slash message and you send us a short little voice message make sure you label it under minimum monsters because pretty soon this feed will be full of other shows so uh just 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 say ma'am ma'am godzilla versus king Ghidorah, and tell us what you think about it we'll feature it in the episode a future episode and we'll react to it and if you want, actually, if you want to give us a longer, longer message somehow, uh, we have an email account. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to send us an essay or a research paper, no guarantee we'll read it, but you're more than welcome to send it. Yes, uh, very much so. Because uh, with the email address, we have a Twitter account. So uh, email address, if you want to send us an email, is at menamongmonstersmam at gmail.com. It's a long one, but it's worth it. And uh, yes, we do have a Twitter account if you want to add us at all about anything we, anything I say about Godzilla or anything we uh, do, uh, add us at menamongmonster. Uh, no S, but close enough. So yeah, let's uh, watch this movie, and we'll be right back after this. Listen, kid. There are two things you don't know about the Earth. One is me, and the other is Godzilla. And that was Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Yes, it uh, was. Let's start off with some first impressions. David B., what did you think of the film? I got mixed mixed feelings. I love... I'll start with the pros, I guess. I, I love the last half hour of the film. It is exactly what you hope it would be. It is just Godzilla and King Ghidorah fighting wrecking stuff up it's great it's huge spectacle and explosions and the miniature work is pretty good godzilla looks great Ghidorah looks phenomenal like of course he does um that being said there's like an hour of 10 minutes that the movie puts you through to get to the good stuff you know what i mean and it's just man i don't know like i don't know like this is gonna sound so dumb me saying it because it's like i love final wars but this story to me felt really, really convoluted. Like it was a lot of like, it was a lot of like exposition and like just random stuff having to happen to kind of make the ending make sense, I guess, for the story. And I don't know if I agree. Or I don't know that that's not the right word. I don't know if I if I particularly like it. Like I'm still thinking about it. And we're fresh off watching it. We're fresh yes. off watching. It. So mm-hmm. it's just like I'm just like, yeah. man, I don't, I don't know. Like, I really, I really love the, I legit love the fight. Like, I'm not taking away anything from the, the final battle, but it's just everything leading up to it. I was just, it got, I kept, it got to a point where I, I kept checking, like, okay, 30 minutes in, 45, 56, an hour. Oh my God. Hour and five. And when I checked, like, when Godzilla finally came out, the second version of Godzilla, I should say. And then it was like, um, He's heading towards Japan. I was like, oh, hour and 10, finally. Like, we're finally getting there. Like, I don't know, man. Those are my first impressions. What are your first impressions? I do remember some things about this film, rewatching it again. 
some things I'm like, oh, oh, that's what happened. And sometimes I get confused with another Japanese film altogether, and I'm like, oh, shit, okay, fine. But ultimately, yes, it gets very convoluted very quickly. Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, go for it, sorry. It, it's, it's hard to explain sometimes. It's just like, I see where you're going with this. I mean, you want to create some kind of alternate timeline of things, and we don't know things about what happens. We don't know about these people because we are very much introduced to a group of people from the from the future, from the future itself, from twenty twenty, from uh, two thousand two hundred and four, the exact. Yeah, twenty two oh four. I'm like thinking twenty third century. It's like yeah, but okay, it's, it's okay. Uh. Bit bit out there coming to the nineties, the twentieth century to travel through time, just to to lie, to lie to the Japanese, to lie to them, because they're so devious. They're like, "Oh, we're trying to help you guys. We're saving you." And they have their own devious fucking plan. <laughs> it's it's so hard to explain because it's like the way they explain, and again, they never show the future, which I think is really what maybe makes it, it they're unreliable narrators or in this case exposition people because mm-hmm. all these things turns out it's a lie and then supposedly they tell the truth afterwards right but it's like we never see it so how are we supposed to know so if you listener if you just watched the movie with us the wilson i just remember wilson because i just kept thinking hey mr wilson from dennis uh, there you go it was easy to remember <laughs> wilson wilson was the head guy in the purple suit the other guys i have no idea what their names are and emmy I remember Annie and the Terminator. Yep. I'm calling the androids the freaking Terminator. Um, they come back in time in 1992, I guess is the time, right? The year, yep. 192, to essentially help us destroy Godzilla so that he doesn't exist because apparently in the future he's going to destroy Japan, right? That's what they say. It turns out that's a huge lie. What they're really trying to do is stop, stop Japan from, what is it, 200 years, 100 years from now, they say? Uh, Japan becomes this super huge, super power nation, and they start buying out literally everybody else. They buy out Africa, apparently. They buy out South America, and apparently they buy out China. And like, there's basically there's like a a this Japan nation in the future, and, and these future people are trying to stop it. Wilson, in particular, is like very against it, even though in the future it doesn't matter, it doesn't exist because there's an Earth Union, so it's like everyone's living in harmony. So it's like, why come back anyways? Like, it's, if, if, but again, this is the point. You can't trust him because we're, he, we're meeting him telling us a lie. So, but Emmy is kind of there. It's kind of sort of tell us that it's like the truth. And the only one scene we get in the future, it is kind of confirmed in the submarine scene. I'm jumping around because that's what the movie does, man. The movie jumps around <laughs> for me. And I'm just like, what the fuck does it, what's the, what's the point? You know, I mean, it would have been just, it would have been just, I don't know, if, if I had to write it, I would just thought like, oh, Wilson, just, just make it that Wilson, like, has a prejudice against Japanese people, and he's coming back with Ghidorah to try to take him out, because, I don't know, maybe something happened to him in the future, and he just has a huge hate, you know what I mean? Because he's right. a, and it's very clear that, like, the writers, like, want their villains, right? Because, like, like, once again, and I don't mind this, I get it, I'm not complaining about this part. But once again, the Japanese dunk hard on the Americans, right? The Americans in this film, like, we get owned, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they dunk on us hard, and it's fine. I get it. The history between us and what I, – I, I get it. And especially nowadays, we deserve to get dunked on. So it's like, just make him a part of that. It's like he's embarrassed because, I don't know, history – Japanese people embarrassed his family and I don't know you could have done anything else except just like this weird convoluted story of like it's to save Japan oh it's to actually stop Japan from growing as a nation oh it's just it's just ugh. I think that's I think that's what is making me in my head be like I really want to like I really want to love the film because of that because of the final half hour because that half that final half hour is amazing I'm not taking anything away from that but just everything Leading up to it, it's just like, I like the cheese. Like, Final Wars, I, and that's the thing too, right? Because it's like, well, you liked Final Wars. How do you not like Godzilla versus, versus King Ghidorah? 
It's just like, I don't know, man. It's just Final Wars did it to me in a way that this film doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's in my head right now. Yeah, it is. It, it's so much like, mind you, we're not like ranking or like rating the fights. We're talking about the whole film itself. What works as a film rather than just the fights alone. It has to work as a film more so than we're just watching a clip show of the fight. It's just, I, it, it's, it's got this big caution controversy because of the, this, the betrayal of the Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Americans saw this and we're like, Oh my God, they, 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 they totally fucked with us because uh, the history, according to this film, is that back in 1944, uh, there was a dinosaur. You know, a guy saw a dinosaur and saved them, him and the rest of the Japanese and pretty much killed off the American soldiers. Okay? That's very much anti-Americanism. <laughs> it's like, yeah, have this dinosaur kill all of us and just keep the Japanese alive. Sure. Yeah. You know what? Honestly... When we, when, up to that point in the film, I was with the film. Legit. I was like, I like the idea of going back and suddenly it becomes like a World War II movie and watching the Japanese side, kind of a, the viewpoint of what they were going through mm-hmm. through the war, and then kind of painting the Americans like, as per usual, like we're all schmucks and we're all gung-ho. But I liked it. I was, And then I liked the reimagining of like, Godzilla isn't this prehistoric animal just lurking in the sea it's like oh he evolved from one of a few a dinosaur that just miraculously made it to to up to yeah. that point i yeah, like those yeah that was the interesting concept to you know the yeah. origin of godzilla yeah i i totally appreciate that as well you know it's like it's, yeah. it's a typical you know it's a good source yeah it's a good reimagining a good um redecoration if you will it's it's good i legit liked it i thought it was very clever it's it's a good little soft reboot in that sense so up to that point the film still had me and i was i was still on board and but then after that when they come back to present time and you kind of find out what those little what are they called do rats do rats whatever the the little cute things yep do rats the do rats i mean and and then eventually it clicks like because she leaves them behind you're like oh like I had yeah. that moment out loud, yep. and then after that, I'm just like, "Oh God!" <laughs> after that, movie completely lost me, legitimately. Yeah, uh, they cause they come from the future, and we see these durettes very early on. It's like, what the heck are these little fucking creatures? Like three of them with wings, and just like so cute, and dragon, and they're just like little gremlins, basically, as they're being described uh, on the wikis I've been reading. It's like little gremlins, and yeah, David B. actually did kind of described the reason why they did that to a T, because uh, I was reading it pervadum in the wiki. But yeah, King Ghidorah is in like replacement of Godzilla, and he destroys Japan completely. Even worse. I mean, and they completely control it as well, which is like, okay, sure. This is this is the part I'm going to ask you. I'm asking you a legit question. Because this is the part that's a little confusing, a little convoluted. Supposedly, and Emma kind of Emma Emmy kind of confirms this is that eventually in the future, right before the turn of the of the twenty third century, Japan is destroyed. Right? She says that like like throughout history, Japan becomes this big super nation, but then something happens and they get destroyed. She they say it's Godzilla. Yeah. They say it's nuclear waste, and Japan as an actual nation is uninhabitable in the twenty third century. Yeah. Based on what I'm reading here, it, it seems to line up with that. Okay, so they come back to the 1990s to the to destroy Japan sooner, right? Yeah, just just to kill it, kill it off quicker, so that they uh, don't become the super nation that they become. Even though technically speaking, these Wilson and the people that come back to do it most likely weren't even alive during that era of Japan. They probably just know Japan is like the nuclear wasteland that no one goes to. So then. My point of that now is like, why even bother coming back then? Like, what's your what's your purpose for serving your future? Like, like Japan is still destroyed in your timeline. So, what's the point? Do, does he mention it? Like, uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me go back because I'm trying to keep. Uh, 
The giant corporations grow to further corrupt superpowers that affects the future greatly. Uh, King Dora is a control weapon. Destroy Japan like, further. What's the point of him destroying Japan sooner? Is it like just to okay. they don't become the super nation that they become? Yeah, it says here in order to keep it from becoming a superpower just before it goes to that deep, deep level of destroying itself. I okay. Guess. So yeah. the solution this, to that is yeah. destroy Japan sooner. Like, don't wait for them to destroy themselves, which they inevitably happens. It's confirmed with that one yeah. scene in the submarine future. It, it just makes no sense to me. But, so. but the... But yeah, see, yeah, that whole sequence. And if you would like to try to further explain this to us, please do yes. so uh, at the yes. um, available vessels we have for you to contact us. Because uh, if we're saying this wrong, please correct us. No, it's. But then they they teleport the uh, the uh, Godzilla source to like a, to be buried in the sea somewhere. And they're like, oh, it's a good, it's a good spot because it's, there's no nuclear anything going on in that area. Well, lo and behold, uh, a a submarine, a nuclear submarine, freaking, you know, freaking gets to it. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, yep, we got Godzilla now, and they just didn't expect that to happen. It's like, dude, you, 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 you. You teleport this freaking dinosaur somewhere, and you did think something's gonna happen. Yeah, you're from the future. It makes it makes no sense. It's basically yeah. it's just a huge go around just to kind of explain why Godzilla is is different looking, right? Allegedly, which also doesn't really make sense. They try to explain it, I guess, in like because of the nuclear submarine, he just had more nuclear waste that he can consume, I guess, but it's. That size is me like trying so hard to like ex- talk myself into liking the movie, and I just can't. It's, it's it's literally just because of that first hour, hour and ten minutes of the film. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Granted, it we just watched it. I've watched it just the one time, and we're fresh off of it. Yeah, exactly. But but then I I think I honestly I think back to like Final Wars, and like that storyline's pretty convoluted too, but. I don't know the energy of that film and the way they explain it. It all kind of like makes sense with the whole aliens coming down. It's like essentially mm-hmm. just kind of want to like hurt us. Like, like yeah, it, you can kind of compare it to that film. Like, yeah, this other entity, allegedly from the future or what have you, right, comes back to proclaiming to save us. It's all based on a lie. Final Final Wars does that with the aliens. This movie does it with the future humans. And then, but eventually, it like Final Wars does it in a satisfying way where like it kind of amps you up for the ending because you know it's it's coming and it, it feels like a natural conclusion to everything. Whereas like this movie, it's just, I don't know, man, it feels like we go in circles for an hour and 10 minutes until we find our like at the center of it. And it's like the center of it is is us fighting, is us witnessing Godzilla versus Ghidorah, but it, like it just takes too long for that satisfying. Like it's, you know, it's just, uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I was just trying to wrap my head around this even further because it's like these time travelers have their their Futurians, I guess they're called Futurians, and they have a plan. They're like, yeah, you know what? We'll just stop Japan before it gets way too big and destroy themselves. Let's you know change Godzilla's history. You know, remove Godzilla from history. No, let's teleport them to somewhere else that's not convenient enough for him to be mutated into more nuclear waste or nuclear, you know, whatever. And then we have these little uh, pre-cured pets, you know, called do-rats in the future. Uh, just We made them specifically for this mission alone to make them transform into King Ghidorah in the, fu- uh, in the timeline now. And then they realize, well, shit. They discovered it again. Godzilla's back. Because no matter what point of time, no matter what happens in a timeline... Godzilla will discover nuclear waste or nuclear contact of any kind and become Godzilla. So it's like a fixed point in a timeline, no matter what it is. You can't fuck up. You can't fuck up with Godzilla. 
Yeah, but the thing is, they don't try to fuck him up. They just move him. <laughs> they move him from the island up, the island close to Japan to like off the coast of Alaska, and it's that's it. Like they don't even explain why their their master plan is just to move him. And like, and to me, it's like, why not just destroy the dinosaur then? If that's the case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just like th- again, <laughs> listener. You can please leave me a voicemail calling me an idiot if I'm getting it wrong. Like you're more than welcome to. I can take it. Or give send me your research papers and your essays at our email. I'll 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 legit read them because I'm I legit don't remember why they had to move him. I and I don't get it. Like if the whole point is to get rid of Godzilla, get rid of him. Destroy the dinosaur before he becomes Godzilla. Why do you? Why do they just move him? Am I? I think that's a massive plot hole. I think it just makes, I mean, it's like the birth of Godzilla is a, an unavoidable event, but it's like, cause as long as there's nuclear weapons, there's Godzilla. But it's like, no shit. It's like, get rid of it. Like there's no other like element of a dinosaur. Get rid of the dinosaur. Don't move it. Get yeah. rid of it. Yeah. Why don't they? Someone explain to me why they don't like, I'm legit here. Like, Cause they, tr- yeah, you're right. They try to explain Godzilla's like this is an inevitable event, and it's like they just moved him. Like <laughs> they didn't do shit to him. Like they could have done anything else. They could have like when the- when the U.S. Navy is attacking Godzilla off off the island, they could have hidden some like powerful weapon in there to kind of like give it the final shot to really take the dinosaur out. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could have done something with all their vast technology, and all they do is eh move him to alaska where it's slightly colder <laughs> like ah i just it, it is and then yet yeah, they so like somehow it gets discovered it absorbs more energy already mutated godzilla and then godzilla attacks the sub uh they sent and absorbs more power so it's bigger and fucking huger than before yeah. godzilla had some massive he had a massive chest he had some huge pecs that uh, that boy does not mint uh he he lifts weights and he hits the bench press really hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, Godzilla looked great. Like I still think my favorite looking Godzilla was um, the Millennium Era Godzilla. I think that one looks fucking awesome. But this one looks pretty dope too. Like they really show off the animatronic of his head with the close ups and he blinks his eyes and stuff. It looked it looked fucking dope. I loved it. Godor- Ghidorah. Ghidorah, if you're in the States, he looked amazing. I'm always in awe of, like, how did they maneuver that thing? Because that thing's massive. It's got, like, six movable limbs. Like, how did they do it? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I love I love all of that. I love, like, the last 30, 35, 40 minutes. But it's just that hour, hour and 10 in the beginning, man. It just... Yeah, so yeah. especially especially when it becomes Mecha King Ghidorah. That was so dope. I loved it. It was so cool. The design of it and everything. And like, it's being like, Emmy's the one controlling it. I thought it was great. I loved it. I legit loved it. I really wish they didn't throw the line at the end. Know that it's like, you're my, you're my grandfather. Cause the whole time through the film, I was like, they're kind of giving each other like lovey dovey eyes. And then it turns out I'm your granddaughter. Like your great, 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 great granddaughter. I was like, ugh. Uh, <laughs> damn time travel stories. Damn it. <laughs> It was very Back to the Future vibes. Very much so. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was a lot of references to to other American films. Obviously, the Android is clearly Terminator. Like, how do you how do we not put two and two together? Like, but, but you can also and, make an argument that Terminator is based off of like Japanese anime. Blah 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 blah. But true, true. Yeah, there was a point where it's just like very much, very much like it. Yeah. Like very much, like a blatant ripoff. <laughs> yeah, you can you can tell. It's like you just, you just need a theme and a little bit better, like prosthetics to make it look like. It. Yeah, I was like, this looks oddly familiar. But it, yeah, like David said, it's very cheesy. It's still cheesy as fuck. It is like, like but that's it, not that's not what I'm knocking against it though. I don't mind no, the cheat. No, I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying that either. I I actually chuckle at a few moments where then it's just like, you know. The Terminator moment was very cheesy, especially when he just like speeds up and runs after like yeah. the car. He's like, he's like, he's like the, he's like the Bionic Man. It's like, 
and he's just like <laughs> running really fast, but his arms are moving really slow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. like uh, we can rebuild them, we can make them stronger. <laughs> I didn't. I loved it. I don't mind it. I love that. Yeah, cheese. Like, I know. Me too. To me, just is so unnecessary, and I I can't overlook it because I am I, like you said. I, I am judging it as a film. It's not just like the last half hour of it. Like the whole film needs to work. And I don't think it does. I said it. <laughs> it, it. Yeah. I'm just, you think it's not supposed to be a film. You think too much on <laughs> Godzilla and any kind of film in this damn franchise. You shouldn't think too much about. Yeah. And this movie just makes you think like way too much. And it's it, really because they try to make it so convoluted. When you bring time travel into any story, whether it's any medium, time travel is always going to be a thing that's going to make you think a shit ton a lot. And I I don't understand why they brought time travel into this. The fantasy elements were okay, but like time travel element alone just kind of confused it so much that I, I appreciate what they did with it, like the concept of going back to the 40s and doing that with the Godzillasaurus. That's mm-hmm. fine. But like you the, the setup of the, vil, the the villains of the film just like didn't really come across at all. Mm-hmm. There's there's no threat level to that at all. It's like they're just a bunch of lazy, like not lazy, but just like they're so not inspired, like not true. Like example, the Zillions in Final Wars, yep. they're a much better threat as villains mm-hmm. to the main characters in Final Wars. Yeah. It's eh, you, there's no point. There's no point of watching this whole thing plan out. It's like it makes no sense, and it's not a good plan to begin with. It, they try to, they try to execute their plan, but they fail so hard in their face. And it's like shit. Godzilla's back. That's an un- unseeable event. It can't be changed. It's it's a fixed point in time. You can't fucking fix Godzilla. You can't. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense in the context of the film either. It just doesn't because all they do is move them, and it's that's yeah. what I'm saying. If they, if they just would have made something simple, like the the bad guys had a vendetta against the Japanese for whatever reason, right? Fuck, it doesn't even have to be against the Japanese. It could just be purely at Godzilla. You know what I mean? Like they just hate Godzilla, or it it could be, I don't know. You can make it a little bit more convoluted to make it make more sense like it was a country in the future who tries to take over japan but god they japan figures out a way to make godzilla their guardian and no one can attack godzilla so they're coming back in time to destroy japan thinking that they can get you know anything else but this <laughs> essentially like i'm just making this shit off the top of my head and to me that sounds sounds a little more simple it makes more perfect sense for why the bad guys want to come back to destroy godzilla and then like it's just uh so let me try to uncover some trivia facts and production stuff uh, just to tie into not just us ranting over the the very thin plot of the f- the Futurians trying to get rid of gasoline and drink into her and, blah, 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 and so forth. Because the Japanese novelization of the film you know, those, those novels, novelizations you know, read of the books of the film um it has a better, clear story where King Ghidorah's corpse was found on the surface of Venus by them, who used his DNA to introduce the Dorats. And they were originally meant to be in this film. But the director and writer did not want King Ghidorah to be a space monster again. The whole point of King Ghidorah is that he is a space monster. You can't bring that logic into Earth reality. King Ghidorah is not of this earth, period. Yeah, he's the one, well, he's not the one, but he's like one of the few that's like from outer space. And again, I will say this, and I'm going to be a little contra- contrarian, Mike. Um, I don't mind that Ghidorah, in, in some sense, right, quote unquote, in essence, he is kind of an alien in the sense that he was created in the distant future by humans. Like, okay. And you put him in Godzilla's place, and then that radiation turns those little three adorable bats into Ghidorah. Like, okay, I can buy that. I can legit. And like I said, up to that point, I was buying it. So, but yeah, I like, I don't know. I like the idea of Ghidorah just being like the champion of aliens. Why take that away? 
I I I I I see why you're trying to be creative, and it's okay, fine, but whatever. So during the final fight, mm-hmm. the main center that was destroyed, which was a big white building. Mm-hmm. That was the main center for tax in Japan. <laughs> and people were like cheered when it got destroyed. <laughs> also, let's talk about the reference of um, Spielberg. Oh my god, yes. Let's. <laughs> and it's again the Japanese dunking on us. I don't mind it. It was very cheesy. When the time trailers arrive in February 1944, a U.S. Navy officer sees their spacecraft his commander dismiss, dismisses the possibility of UFO. The commander then says, you can tell your son about when he's born, Spielberg. <laughs> this is yeah. obviously obvious reference to Steven Spielberg, whose father, Arnold, served in the war and whose war stories inspired the frequent World War II settings of his films. Mm-hmm. It was it was clever. It was a nice look. I feel like that was Japan's way of like being like, hey, Spielberg, we see you. It was sweet. That yeah, being said, uh, those actors. <laughs> <laughs> Some the delivery of of those lines by the I don't know who he was, general, admiral, whatever. But oh my god, where it literally sounded like he was just reading the script. You can tell your son about it when you get back home, Private Spielberg. So bad. I know. Like this is like. 10 years prior of Final Wars and you have a better American actor doing his lines with Captain Gordon. Thank you very much. And compared to this, you have this these actors like totally like <laughs> It's so bad. It is so, so bad. bad. It's so hammy and just like very bland acting. Everyone else is great. Everyone oh, yes. else assume is American actors. Or at the very least, like English native actors were really great in the film. I'm not going to take away their performances. Just those two, though, on the uh, on the navy ship were uh, they were. Uh, it was like watching a high school production. <laughs> they were the, awful. They are the Mecha King Ghidorah suit was so heavy and complicated that it was operated exclusively by wires instead of an actor inside it. This is why we never see it walk. Oh, uh, that's true. He never does walk. He's always flying. That's very yeah. true. That's yeah. cool. It looked yeah. it looked great. It legit. I loved the way he moved. I thought it was so good. Like legitimately for like practical 1992 effects. I was like, oh, he looks so good. That being said, do you remember that scene uh, where their uh, tiny uh, space traveling ship is coming down the hangar? You can clearly see the wires on it. Like mm-hmm. they try to hide it. It's right there. Yeah, it's a lot of practical and practical effects for sure. Which I don't mind, but it's like, you know, there's ways to hide it. And in some <laughs> scenes, they don't even try to hide it. They're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let them see it. Yeah. The the score, by the way, mm-hmm. I want to mention this. It's the first time we see a return of a composer. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to say his name. I'm going to try to say his name. Uh, Akira Fukube. Fukube. Uh, he actually uh, last... Okay. The last time he composed was 1975 with the Terror Mecha Godzilla. So, mm-hmm. uh, so the return of a composer, it was, it was decent at parts. It was a good score. The only the only complaint about I have about the score is not even against the score; it's just against the production from the film. Is how when they cut away to scenes, it just cuts the score. There's not like a smooth transition in the score. Mm-hmm. It's just like right. dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Like, literally, it sounds like that. They just literally stop it. The score is good. Yeah. They also yeah. brought back the original, um, the, uh, it sounded like an original piece from 54, which I always love when they do that. They always kind of, like, hint back to 1954's Godzilla. The whole, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. I know that piece. I, I had a question, legit. How heavy was that Ghidorah? Didn't, I haven't seen it pop up yet. Let me check. The wiki has nothing. Thank you, Godzilla Wikia, for being worthless. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> the Godzilla suits were used from the previous film, which was Godzilla vs. Biollante, mm-hmm. with slight modifications. The original suit was used for used for land base and full body shots. Had its head replaced with a wider and flatter one, and the body cut in half. The upper half was used in scenes where Godzilla emerges from the sea and during close-ups during the character's first fight with King Ghidorah. The suit 
used previously for scenes set at sea was modified with a rounder shoulders and more prominent chest and a hand's face and was used throughout the majority of the films Godzilla's CTS, like you mentioned. Yeah. Yes. I knew it. The chest man, he's been bench pressing, bro. I told you. He's got he's got, he's got those white picks. The redesigned King Ghidorah featured much more advanced wirework puppetry than its predecessors. The effects team leader designed the Godzillasaurus. Uh, the team leader is Kochi Kawaka. Kawakita. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to butcher these names. If you want to correct them, please do so in the email, or or if you want to say it personally on the voice messages, please do so. Um, I'm trying to be more open to my pronunciations. But they, you think he wanted to make a more pathological, accurate-looking dinosaur than Godzilla itself as a nod to the American filmmakers aspired to direct their own. Godzilla films with the intention of making the monster more realistic. That's sort of true. Yeah. The dinosaur looked great, too. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And the effects of it being shot were really good. Uh, here's, a, here's the effect I wanted to say originally, was that real octopus blood was used during the uh, bombardment scene oh. where the, the blood was splattered. So it was real octopus blood. Oh, that's metal. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't even say about uh, that on the Wikipedia page either. How heavy would it have to be for them to be like, yeah, we can't put a guy in this? Yeah, yeah. I'm not seeing any information about the actual weight. I normally find it easily, but this time and not for this film. That's it. I got, I got nothing else here. I got nothing else. And let's just... To be fair, just... you, you and the film <laughs> got nothing else. <laughs> I, there's, there's nothing else. I mean... It's just it, it's that's that's the the bulk of it. It's just yep. Let's uh, check it out and rate it and rank it on our threat level scale on this podcast. So if you don't know our threat level scale, folks, uh, it is pretty simple. We have several levels: uh, white base level being the lowest, and all the way to the top being black. The highest regard which is still for both of us being with the original film and for me especially with final wars so <laughs> i love that film so much i gave it i gave it a very high red though i gave it a high level four david b david yeah. where a particular on a threat level scale do we want to place or do you want to place godzilla versus king Ghidorah? yeah i'm putting it at, at yellow level two it just it's not it's not good enough for me to put it like at least out of three it's it just doesn't it doesn't do it for me it's not terrible because again i have to i can't that final half hour i think is i honestly think is really great and it's, it's main reason we show up to these movies but it's just like that hour and 10 minutes man leading up to it just it felt forever in the story and i put myself into a, a glass case of emotion trying to figure out the plot so it's a level two for me level two yes indeed i might i'm you know what let's do this again for the second time of the podcast i'm gonna deviate from you altogether i'm gonna go with a give it a green <sighs> i'm giving it a green wow i i, 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 was... I... <laughs> <laughs> what do we real quick remind me what do we have at do we have anything in green? Uh, no, actually don't. Uh, I will admit that on our Godzilla 88 episode, our guest Frank uh, ranked it green for the American film, mm -hmm. uh, 98. So this is my first time and our first time actually using green as a level ranking. So wow. uh, mm -hmm. I have to, and I, I will be honest, I even though I've seen it previously, I kind of... <laughs> fell asleep during the film <laughs> no joke uh there was a period there where i was fighting off sleep too i was like oh god and if you if you leave that beginning in the listener i want you to know just in case mike didn't uh i've been fighting allergies the last week week and a half so i've been like very low energy and like feeling kind of groggy so i but i wasn't in the mood for a godzilla film but dude that hour that hour dude it's a chore it really is man <laughs> Can I, can I, can I join you at level one? <laughs> green? Okay. We, uh, uh, we agree. You know what? This is going to be, mark it. 
this is going to be unprecedented. The first time, it's probably going to be one of the few times. Because initially, I wanted to give it a level two, just because I really love that half hour. But listening to you talk and like, yeah, both of us were kind of like, you fell asleep. I was really close. Yeah, you know what? Screw it. I'm joining you, man. You change, You convinced me. I'm giving it a level one, too. Uh, yeah, level one. And we're probably going to get so much crap because we put it at level one and Godzilla 98's at level two. Yeah. We have a little... <laughs> oh, shit. You know what? I, I join you in this fight, Mike. I'm behind you. Level one it is. I'm changing it. Level one. Put yep. it there. Yep, it is set. I, man, I, I mean, it's Godzilla and versus main villain, main arch enemy, King Ghidorah. And how would you fuck that up? Fuck you it up mentioning time travel. You, you bring time travel to the question and try to bring these. Mm. I swear. I thought it's like, yeah, that fuck. Yeah, if we're doing like, if we do like a, like a, ranking of the fights you know like once we watch them all we can just rank all the fights all together and just see which one's the best but we're all talking about the movies folks movies not the fights the movies so yeah we we are a godzilla uh more than more than that eventually we are a huge kaiju podcast but that being said it's not just like our favorite scenes it's movies kaiju movies and the movies themselves have to work and I don't think this one works. I love that final scene, but I don't. Yeah, the yeah, movie this, just doesn't work. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad, folks. Pretty and bad. Now, and now we own it on digital. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, dude, you have a bundle. You have the sequel on. You have the sequel with it. You, once we get to the sequel, we will. I, I, I think hope. the se- I hope the sequel's better. Okay. Godzilla versus Mothra. Hopefully, Mothra saves the sequel. Oh my god! The, at least, at least, at least, at least, I have Final Wars. I'm happy with that. At least <laughs> one out of one out of th- three so far. So we'll see. We'll see about that third one. But yeah, it's official, folks. Level one, low green. Uh, we did not like it that much. Sorry. No. Yes, we will get to the uh, the sequel eventually. We have to go through the go back and check out the other eras to wrap those up. I I, I will admit that uh, they did mention very briefly of the previous film, which is Godzilla vs. Biante, and uh, it didn't affect the, the film altogether. Just it's a little reference. I was like, oh, did the thing happen here? And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll circle back around to the previous films and see what those were all about, but. Let's uh, next time we're going to go back to the Showa era. So next time we're actually going to go and check out the sequel to the original called Godzilla Raids Again. That's been the show. Thanks for listening to Men Among Monsters or Ma'am. Ma'am. David, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DavidBMusic21. Also, I have a Twitch that I've been recently been very active on, and that's also DavidBMusic21. And, uh, you could also listen to me on my other podcast, Speak Freely. Uh, you can find us again, Twitter and Instagram at Speak Freely Pod. Also, Speak Freely Pod on YouTube and most everywhere you get your podcasts on Spotify and what have you. Mike, tell the dear people where we can find you and all the wonderful things you're doing. Yes, yes. You can follow me personally at Mike Mixtape I, on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, Bixby. Looks like that function is a stop. Stop. My phone just went off. <laughs> a little cameo by Bixby. Bixby, don't interrupt the plugs. God, so unprofessional. Let's oh try it. I don't know if I triggered it. I don't know. That's Sorry. Bitch, bitch. No, it's yeah. fine. I get it. <laughs> it makes sense considering everything we've been through. It makes sense that Bixby would be like, I have something to say. Shut up. Shut up, Bixby. Oh my god, this is perfect. It's just perfect. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, Let's try it again. Uh, Bixby, shut the fuck up. Um, where can the people find you and all the wonderful, beautiful things that you're doing? Okay, yes. You can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Mixtape. Oh, I know what I I know how I did that. <laughs> I knew how to okay, I know I figured it out. But on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Mixtape. I just retweet and post whatever I fucking want. Movies, films, what have you. 
uh, if you want to know what's going on on this network, especially uh, PMC, Project Mixcast itself. It's at Project Mixcast on Twitter. I'm editing, 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 editing. And so you can see I'm editing a lot of Men Among Monster, which it's the flagship show. Obviously, it's the one I started off first with David, and I just want to get it out more. I know it's been a long time since we recorded the several few. It is out, available on anchor.fm slash Project Mixcast. It's probably on your favorite podcast platform. Yeah, I will... I as like there's other shows coming in the future. I'm just working on making this just the main platform, which is why we have a Twitter account now. We are at Men Among Monster without the S because it fits perfectly without the S, which is weird. I'm tweeting anything Godzilla related. I am. I did not. I said I was going to live tweet the movie, which I couldn't because I fell asleep <laughs> during the movie. <laughs> like I I wanted to live tweet it, but no, it was like I fell asleep during. I'm so tired. It's like, damn it, film. Let me fucking watch it and be happy. But no, I damn it. I just if I follow it, that's where all the updates for this podcast in particular will be outside of Project Mixcast. So feel free to add us, you know, uh, and we'll talk about you with your replies uh, on this on the show. Along with, like I previously mentioned, the message on Anchor, which is anchor.fm slash projectmixcast slash message, would you send a short voice message directly at us, and we'll listen, react, and talk about it on the show in a future episode. Just make sure you have ma'am attached to it, because as I said, I'm doing other shows on this network. And email, please send us your essays. Just give us a long letter, and we'll read it. Yeah. Not all, not all of it, but uh, we'll we'll read the the good points that you make Depends. correcting us. Depends. I might read all of it, depending if it's a it's a really scathing review of us. I'll definitely read that. So yes, please email us in particular at uh, men among monsters, ma'am at gmail.com, which is a long email, but fuck it, I had to because I had attached to the, to the Twitter. So do it, and I'll be gracious to all of that in general. Like I said, next time we're going back to Showa to Godzilla Raids again. Good old 50s monster movies. I hope it's good. As long as we find the original Japanese version, because once again, just a tease for the next episode, is that they released it in America and they called it Godzilla King of Monsters and they brought back the same characters from the previous film to tie it back in. So... Damn you, Americans, and trying to keep it to your level. Which, again, explains why the Japanese dunked on us so hard in this film. I don't blame <laughs> them. We are just stupid Americans. We are the dumb old American boy. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. As we watch more Godzilla films. Listen, kid. There are two things you don't know about the Earth. One is me, and the other is Godzilla. Uh, I'm just the co-host, but I'm also just the sex appeal. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, the sexy, sexy deep tones of David B. I am the ma'am. <laughs>